you wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome you back to Radnor High School. Start of the second quarter. 14-0 lead for Radnor as the side as the teams flip sides of the field. Marple Newtown moving left to right. They come out at the 38-yard line of their, their own 38. Handoff now underneath. And it is a nice run of about 3-4 yards for Ryan Duffy. So they go back to Duffy, the hero from last week, with over 200 yards rushing last week against Harriton. And they start out real fast here, Josh. Yeah, Dave Kritikia, number 12, was all over him. He Ryan Duffy just had nowhere to go right there up the middle. Looks like he was able to break off about one or two yards, but that's about it. So it'll be second down and seven from their own 41-yard line here, trying to fight back against a 14-0 deficit early in this one here in the second quarter. And now the officials blow a whistle and a flag down. And we'll have to see what this call is. Possibly a delay of game. And looks, it's looks like a sideline side warning. warning on the far side of the field. So the first time here in the Central League and in PIAA football, the first flag is a warning for a sideline violation. That one was on Radner. So they come out again. Two running backs in the backfield for Weaverling. Handoff to Duffy underneath. Picks up about three, four yards after the initial contact and gets down at the 45 with 11-12 here in the second. Yeah, uh, I couldn't quite see who brought him down. I'm just waiting for him to turn his number. There we go. Uh, number 72, Michael Staples, was there on the stop. And it'll be third down and three with 11 minutes remaining. Ball on the 45-yard line. And Marble Newtown will have to come out here and try and get another big first down on third down to start this game as they find themselves down 14 to nothing. So Weaverling under center again. Two running backs in the backfield, two receivers to the far side, one near side. In motion goes Moat. Fakes the handoff. Rolls out as Billy Weaverling looking for a man. A stiff arm and finally brought down at the 38. So it is a big sack for the Radnor Red Raiders. And there's a flag down. Brought down by number five, Mike Korick, in the backfield. But as you mentioned, there is a flag down. Not sure if it's going to be on Marple for a face mask for the stiff arm that he laid. Nope, looks like it's on Radner. And it will be a face mask on Radner. So that could be Marple Newtown saving grace here on this drive. And the Radner coaching staff looking for an explanation as the official marks off this penalty. And it's only going to be a five-yard face mask penalty unintentional. But Marple gets the down back. So it'll be third down and four from their own 44 here. So Marple Newtown gets a second shot at a first down. Weaverling under center. Moat and Duffy in the backfield. White near side in a receiver position. 
Handoff goes to Mode. He makes a cut up the middle, gets a couple yards, breaks one tackle, breaks a second. He's at the 50, down to the 45, and finally shoved out of bounds. But a big first down there for Marple Newtown with 10.08 here in the second. Huge run. Mode was spinning all over the place, juking defenders left and right. He was finally pushed out of bounds by number 21, Robert McCurdy, but a great run by, there by Mote to pick up the first down. Good hard running. It appeared it might have been broken up in the backfield. Mote found a little daylight there and able to get across the 50 and get a, a big first down, and he pushed out at the 45. So Marple continues it here down 14-0 with 10.07 on the clock. Moat and Duffy in the backfield. White near side. Weaverling under center. Here's the handoff to Moat. Takes the carry again. Similar play. Cuts it back up the middle. Taken down. Ball comes loose and it is looks like it's going to be Radner football. Moat had it dragged out. And we'll see. We'll wait a signal from the officials and it is going to be a Radner football here. So an unfortunate turnover for Marple Newtown that time. Yeah, we were able to see that pretty clear from up here in the booth. Number 44, Matt Brigg, just wrapped his arm around the ball and stripped it right out and took it over for the Radner Red Raiders. So a big defensive stop for Radner here with 9.59 on the clock. They have the ball at their own 35, and now it's up to Marble Newtown to make a stop of their own. Two wide receivers set. I formation for Collins, who's under center for Radner. Here's the handoff to Danelia. Or Cornelia, excuse me. Picks up about a yard and a half, maybe two, before he is stopped on the far side of the field. Brought down by number 50, Brian Kelly. He wrapped his legs up and made sure he wasn't going more than a yard on that play. So... Radner, as we saw, has quick strike potential. They use Cornelia as that power back, and then they'll use Wilson at the receiver or wildcat position to get the yardage that they need for deep strikes. So 9.30 here on the clock. Second down and nine. So the official yardage pickup that time was only a yard for Cornelia. Two wide receivers set again. I form one near side, one far side of the receiver position. Here's the handoff. And Cornelia is stopped again as soon as he hit the line of scrimmage, so he went nowhere on that one. Yeah, TJ Fight number 64 broke through the offensive line and stopped him in the backfield. Looks like he got no gain on that play. So no gain, no loss for Radner, but it is third down and long from about their own 36-yard line. So a big third down situation here for Marple with 8.48 on the clock. Three, four wide receiver set. Collins in the shotgun. Two near side, too far. There's the snap. Collins looking near side of the field. Throws and nearly intercepted by Marple Newtown. Mario Diaguardi jumped the route of a pass intended for Tim Wilson. Wow, great play by Mario Diaguardi. You could see him run all the way across the field tracking that ball, and it just landed in his fingertips. Looked like if he could have hit there maybe one second earlier, it would have been a pick six the other direction. Yeah, yeah one second earlier, it was definitely going for six. So Radner will punt as Collins goes back to punt. You'll have White and Diaguardi as your return men for the Tigers. And Collins stands back awaiting the punt at his 23. Here's a high, fairly high snap. Collins able to get it off though. It is a low line drive punt. It's going to bounce out of bounds at about the 40-yard line the official's going to mark it at. So good field position for Marple Newtown with 8.30 to play here in the second quarter. And we will stick with it here as the Tigers' offense comes out on the field. Billy Weaverling looking to avenge that last turnover by Moat this time is the Marple Newtown offense. 
as they get the ball at their own 40, Josh. Yeah, great stand there by the Marple Newtown defense. They really needed that to stop some of the bleeding that the Red Raiders have been able to cause here against them. So Joey Pham, near side of the field as the receiver. White, Moat, and Duffy are your running backs. White in motion. Handoff goes underneath to Moat. He finds a hole, gets big yards, breaks one tackle at the 50 to the 40, cuts back down at the 31-yard line. He's finally brought down, but a huge run for Samaro Moat as he finds another big hole for the Tigers. Another great running play. You can see as Moat runs, he makes sure not to hit his knees on the ground and uses his arm for balance. He was brought down by number 44, Matt Brigg, on that play. So with 8.21 left here in the first half, it is first down and 10 for Marple Newtown at the Radner 30-yard line. So a big gain that time for Moat, making up for that fumble earlier in this one. And they're going to come out Weaverling under center. Moat on the far side with Fam In the backfield is White and Duffy. Weaverling, handoff to White, tries to go end around, cuts back upfield, and looks like he's going to possibly lose a yard on this one. Brought down by Dave Kurtika, number 12, and number 72, Michael Staples. And it is a one-yard loss for Marple Newtown, so it'll be second down and 11. They'll have the ball at the Radner 31. And Weaverling about to break the huddle with his offense. And you'll see here as Moat and Fam are going to go far side again. Duffy and White are in the backfield. Weaverling under center. Here's the handoff to Duffy. He goes up the middle, picks up big yardage, dragging three men, and brought down inside the 25-yard line. Yeah, like you said, dragging him, just dragging three players. Number 44, Matt Brigg again, was able to finally bring him down, but not after he was able to pull him along for a pickup of a couple yards. And we saw a lot of that last week from Duffy in his career game of 42 carries last week. He did it all last week for the Tigers, and now it'll be third down and four with 6.53 on the clock. And Radner leading Marble Newtown 14 to nothing here. Ball spotted at the 24-yard line. Marple Newtown comes out with a receiver on the far side who's fan. In the backfield's Duffy and Moat. And the handoff goes to Moat. He goes up the middle, picks up big yardage, breaks one tackle and into a pile of Radner defenders, but he has a big first down and taken down at the 15. Brought down by a swarm of defenders. It looks like, once again, number 44, Matt Brigg, was able to finally bring Moat down. But, yeah, he was definitely able to break that for a big run up the middle for a first down. So they'll wind the clock with 6.30 left here in the first half. Marple Newtown deep inside Radner territory at the 15-yard line. Moving the football much better this time offensively. Moat has been the key. He's had two big runs. Joey Pham comes out near side as the receiver. You have White, Duffy, and Moat in the backfield. Weaverling under center. Handoff goes to Duffy underneath. He runs up the middle, picks up about 9 or 10 yards before he's brought down inside the 5-yard line. He was brought down by number 4, Tyler Ashley, in the backfield. And then as soon as Ashley was able to bring him down, two refs threw two late flags. So we'll wait the call here. And if you're a Marple Newtown fan, you are hoping that this one is not against the Tigers. And it is not. It is a personal foul face mask, so it'll go half the distance on Radner here. So the ball will be spotted at about the three-yard line for Marple Newtown here with about six minutes remaining. It'll be first down and goal from the three. So an advantage there 
for the Tigers, Josh. Yeah, another face mask that was able to help them move the ball down the field. It looks like the Red Raiders are just not concentrating and focusing on however they can bring the Tigers down. So Duffy and Moat in the backfield. White at the tight end position. Fam on the, on the near side of the field in the receiver slot. Weaverling under center. The handoff goes to Duffy. He goes off the tackle and he's in the end zone for a touchdown. Touchdown, Ryan Duffy and the Tigers. And last week does it again. Just runs right off tackle and he's able to push right over the goal line for the first Marple Newtown score of the night. So with 5.29 on the clock, the Marple Newtown Tigers record their first touchdown of the game, and now they will try the extra point to get within seven of Radner. So Fam out to spot the football for Nicolardi. Radner pressing the line. Snap, and flag is down. Kick was up and good for Nicolardi, but I think we're going to have a false start penalty or an encroachment penalty on Radner. Yeah, it looks like Nicolardi is still back in the kicking position like they're expecting to just redo the kick. So, Marble Newtown will gain an extra yard here, half the distance, so Nicolardi and Fam will spot up once again. And now the officials blow the play dead once more. And it's going to be a Marple Newtown timeout. Here with 529 remaining, we will take a quick break and come back to Radnor High School here in Radnor, Pennsylvania. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game, live in high def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. And we welcome you back to Radnor High School. 5.30 remaining on the clock. Marple Newtown lining up for an extra point after their own timeout. And Nicolardi will come out to spot. And, and it actually appears that Marple Newtown has chosen to go for two here. As I see the offense and I see Weaverling and Duffy out there now. With 14 to 6 being the Radnor lead. So three running backs in the backfield. It's Duffy, Moat, and White. Weaverling under center. Here's the handoff to Duffy. He tries to go inside, and no signal quite yet. We're going to take a look, and the officials say no. No two-point conversion for Marble Newtown, so they take a chance here early with 5.30 remaining and a 14-6 lead now for Radner. Yeah, it looked to me like the ball carrier was able to get it over the line, but I guess the referees were saying that his knee hit at about the half-yard line before he was actually taking it in. You know, there's just too bad there's no instant replay or coaches' yeah. challenges in high school football. So interesting out of the timeout there, after gaining an extra half yard and a half there on the penalty on the initial extra point attempt. Wampo Newtown takes a chance here early, and they'll have an opportunity here to get a stop against Radner and they'll get the football back in the second half, Josh. Yeah, at least they were able to respond because Radner was just dominating for the first quarter and most of the second quarter, so after that turnover, it looked like the Tigers had the wind taken out of their sails, but they were able to put a nice drive together right there and put some points on the board. And out to kick off here is Anthony Nicolardi once again, and on the return for Radner is going to be Robert McCurdy 
and Tim Wilson, the speedy receiver. They're at their own 15. Ball at the 40. Marble Newtown lines up for the kick. And Nicolardi on the approach. The kick is a low squibber once again. It's going to be picked up by Wilson at the 21-yard line. Wilson goes far side of the field. One stiff arm, breaks that tackle, breaks the second tackle down at the 35-yard line, finally brought down by Marple Newtown's special teams unit. Yeah, Ryan Duffy, number two, was actually able to make the tackle on the fourth or fifth attempt. Uh, Parker Moss was in there to break it up, but Tim Wilson just broke and ran all over him and was able to take it an extra 10 or 15 yards. So with 5.21 remaining here in the first half, Radner leads 14-6. They come out with the football on their own 35. Eye formation, two receivers near side. Here's the toss to the far side to Cornelia. Cornelia able to get off tackle for about three or four yards. Brought down by number 64, TJ Fight on that one. So Fight able to clog up the near side of the field here on the run, and the ball now spotted at the 39. It'll be second down and six for Radner. And they've been running the football a lot more here in this second quarter. They'll come out eye form once again, two wide receivers. McCurdy near side. Cornelia in the backfield. Collins under center. Fakes the handoff, looking to go middle of the field, thrown and intended for number 12, David Kurtka of Radner, but well overthrown. Yeah, Ryan White and Samara Moat back there had a real good look on the ball. They actually had the receiver double covered, and Ryan White took the coverage, and Samara Moat had his eyes on the ball the whole time. If that was within grass, he would have definitely jumped up and got the interception. So Radner takes a shot down the field here with 4.38 left in the second. It'll be third down and six here as Radner has a 14-6 lead. They're going to come out four wide receivers in the shotgun is Collins. Cornelia in the backfield. Two near side, two far side in the receiver slots. Here's the snap. Collins looking near side of the field. He's going to throw, and no signal yet. It was close, and it is going to be caught on the near side of the field by McCurdy. Number 33, Mario Diaguardi there on the pressure, but he didn't get the tackle. Um, number 21, Robert McCurdy just dove on the ground. And that was enough for a first down, so the ball is spotted at midfield with 4.25 to play and an eight-point lead for the Red Raiders. First and ten. Four wide again. Wilson, McCurdy near side. Kurtka far side. Collins and Wilson on the handoff on the motion to the outside. Gets to the across the 45-yard line before he's pushed out of bounds. So about a five-yard gain for Wilson as he went in motion that time, and they, hand, they handed it off to him. Pushed out of bounds by number 24, Ryan Schallenberger. He came all the way across the field and had a good read on the running back there. So with 3.50 left here in the first half, a eight-point lead for Marple Newtown. It'll be second down and five from the 45-yard line of Marple Newtown. And Tajay Bryant far side. Four wide receiver shotgun again for Collins. In motion goes Bryant. Fakes the handoff, then underneath to Cornelia. He picks up about three or four yards from the running back position after the fake handoff to Bryant. Brought down by number 50, Brian Kelly, and number 77, Christian Whiteside. They had the holes plugged up pretty well, and he wasn't able to get very far. 
And Radner likes to run that spread offense. They've gone four wide receivers, three wide receivers several times in this one. And I formation are their three main packages they've shown tonight. And now they're going to go in with a big backfield here. Three running backs down in the backfield. Collins under center. And now there is a whistle and a flag down. And a false start on Radner. So the ball was on at a third and three position. Now it's going to be moved back to third down and eight for Radner. So a much longer down. But they've been able to throw on third down and long before Josh and get the first down in this one with 2.43 remaining. Yeah, we haven't seen Marple Newtown really take uh, any penalties except that one encroachment. The penalties look to be really hurting Radner at this time. So McCurdy, Wilson, Farside, five wide receivers, empty backfield for Collins in the shotgun. Three near side. Here's the pass. Looking goes back, and he's under pressure, and he's brought wow. down for a big sack. That time was number 65, Chris Kirkin. Huge sack. I don't even know how many yards he lost on that one. Looks like they're marking the ball at the at their own 40-yard line. Well, that was that's close to a 15-yard loss that time, as the official mark is actually now down at the 40. So, a 12-yard loss as Chris Kirkin went in untouched for Marple Newtown. So fourth down and 20 with 155 remaining. Radner trying to get their calls from the near side of the field. Looks like the coaching staff is going to call a timeout here and run the, this clock off as much as possible before a delay a game. And that is exactly what they're doing on the far side of the field. So Josh, with 135 remaining here, Marple Newtown has an opportunity not only to get the ball back and score, but at least give themselves the advantage going into half as only being down eight points and getting the ball back. Yeah, they get the ball back, so you're going to want to see what you can put together here before the half to try to get two scores up. And you are listening to the Tigers Radio Network. We will be right back with the end of the first half. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. And back live here at Radnor High School in Radnor, Pennsylvania. Radnor facing a fourth down and 20 as Collins is set back to punt. Marple Newtown down 8 points, 14-6 to six, with a minute 30 left in this one. Diaguardi and White are back at their own 15 to receive. High snap. Collins has to go up and get it. Now gets the punt off. This one is a high end-over-end kick and goes out of bounds. It looks at to be about the 38-yard line. So no return once again with 1.23 remaining here in the first half. And Marple Newtown with a big opportunity to put points on the board and then get the ball back in the second half, Josh. Yeah, we'll see what they do with runs up the middle and if they want to roll Billy Weaverling out and try to complete some passes downfield to put up a second halftime. So 1.23 remaining. Marple Newtown in the two-minute offense. 38-yard line the ball is spotted at. Two wide receivers near side. It's Fam and White. Duffy, Moat in the backfield. White in motion. Handoff, delayed handoff underneath to Moat. He picks up five, six yards before he's brought down 
and able to get seven or eight total now as he was able to lean forward and get big yardage for Marple Newtown with 116 left. Yeah, it looked like he was brought down by number 33, Vinny, Vinny Canelia up the middle. And it looks like he'll be just short of that first down marker. And actually they're going to give him about nine-yard carry there. Second down and one from their own 47-yard line. A timeout for the Tigers here trying to conserve time with 1.16 remaining. And, and Josh, what have we seen so far in this one? We've seen a lot of different things. Uh, Radner has come out and run a lot of different looks. They've run the Wildcat, a little bit of eye form, and they've been uh, able to take the ball down the field and score on their possessions. But recently, the Marple Newtown defense has been stepping it up yeah. and giving the Tigers a chance to score on offense. And besides the fumble, Samaro Mote has been a big force for Marple Newtown's offense to, to this point. Six carries, 70 yards, 30 was as long, and 11.7 yards per carry for Mote. He does have that one fumble on that one drive that kind of cost him there, Josh. Cost him six points the other way. Yeah, but they were able to come out the next time, stop him on defense, and then that next drive is when they came out and Duffy was able to punch it in for the score. So hopefully that turnover fired him up a little bit. So second down and one at the forty at their own 47. One sixteen remaining. Two wide receiver set. One far, one near. Two in the backfield. Moat goes in motion. The pitch is to him to the, out, to the near side. He makes one cut, gets down to the 50-yard line. He has the first down with 108 to play here in the half. Tim Wilson, number three, was able to come in and bring him down, but not after Moat had already picked up the first down. And Marple Newtown gets right back to it in the hurry-up. Two running backs again. Weaverling under center. Weaverling fakes the handoff underneath. He's going to pass. He's under pressure. Throws high over Samaro Moat, but quick pressure on the near side that time by Radner. Yeah, number 53 Dave Bone coming in right off the tackle and, and pressuring Weaverling to get the ball out of there quickly and it looked like Diaguardi just wasn't ready for the pass yet. So down 8 points here with 54 seconds remaining it'll be 2nd down and 10 for Marple Newtown as the clock stops on that incomplete pass as Weaverling threw just high above Moat's head. He had room if he was able to get that pass on target. So the Tigers come out, Weaverling under center. Two receivers near side. It's White and Fam, Duffy and Motor in the backfield. Weaverling under center. Handoff goes underneath to Duffy, and he picks up about nine or ten yards on the near side of the field, and he's about at the 41-yard line with 49 seconds to play. Yeah, he ran over number four, Tyler Ashley, on that play, and number 44, Matt Brigg, was able to get him hold on to him and stop him. So it's going to be third down and, and very short here with 49 seconds to play. A 14-6 lead for the Radnor Red Raiders as Marble Newtown calls a timeout to slow this one down. And it'll be third down and one. And Josh, we mentioned both their leading rusher for this one. He's been able to get a lot of the carries, and that's kind of been the Tigers' system most of the year. Yeah, he comes in and really runs the ball well off tackle and on the outside and on the sweep plays, and then they usually look to uh, Ryan White or Ryan Duffy just to punch it up through the middle like they did on that last play. Yeah, with the three running backs like that, one of them is going to have a big night, and the other two are going to supplement that. Yep. And now third down and one from the Radner 41-yard line. Two men in the backfield, two receivers near side. Weaverling under center. The handoff goes to Moat. He's going to run off tackle at the 40, down to the 35, down to the 30. 
contact at that 35, excuse me, brought down at the 30 with 42 seconds to play. Chains will move, clock stopped at the moment. Brought down by number 67, Owen Hobson on that play. And two receivers far side, it's Moten Fan. Duffy in the backfield, White in motion. Rolling out is Weaverling, he's got White in the flat. White able to not hold on. Hit his hands, I thought he was gonna hold on to the football there. Tried to dive out in front of that one. Uh, but wasn't able to hold on, Josh. And whether he knew it or not, Billy Weaverling was facing some heavy pressure there on his backside from the Radner defense. Yeah, that play, that rollout play has got to be fast, and Radner almost got him on a sack earlier. That time, Weaverling had a little more time, but just out of the reach of Ryan White. Now with 29 seconds to play, it'll be second down and 10, and the Tigers facing an eight-point deficit. Ball spotted at the Radner 29-yard line. Weaverling and the Tigers now break huddle. Two running backs in the backfield. They are Duffy and Moat. Fam on the far side. White near side. Handoff fake to Duffy. Now to Moat. To the outside. He gets one block and able to pick up a couple yards. Breaks another tackle and finally brought down. It looks to be about the 23-yard line. Clock will continue to wind as he was unable to get out of bounds. Yeah, quickly brought down by number 44, Matt Brig. So Tigers up fast here. Trying to get under center is Weaverling. Two running backs in the backfield. Handoff again to Moat. He runs off tackle, runs into his own man that time in the backfield and brought down at the 25 with 2.5 remaining. And now time officially ticks off the clock after the spot. So the Tigers here as we head to halftime facing an eight-point deficit and we'll have an opportunity to get the ball back in the second half. We will have the Winter Circle Halftime Show for you next here on the Tigers Radio Network with Jim Allsman and Bob Herpin. For Josh, I am Greg. Stay tuned for Halftime.